Hello again, funny word historians. Today we're looking into a really interesting word, cholo. The first use of this term is recorded in a Peruvian book from 1609 called the Comentarios Reales de los Incas by Inca uh, Garcilaso de la Vega. He wrote in Spanish that the child of a black male and an Indian female, or of an Indian male and a black female, uh, was called a mulatto, um, and that the children of these were called cholos. Cholo is a word from the Windward Islands, which are some small islands in the very far southeast of the Caribbean. There it meant a dog, not of the purebred variety, but of like a disreputable dog, like a a mutt. Um, And the Spanish use it as an insult uh, back in those days. Um, In colonial Mexico, you could use the terms cholo or coyote at the same time, uh, both meaning someone of mixed ancestry. Um, But cholo as an English language term only dates to about 1851, where it first appeared in Moby Dick by Herman Melville, uh, referring to a Spanish-speaking sailor, Uh, probably because he was from those Windward Islands we were talking about earlier. An article in the Los Angeles Express in 1907 headlined, Cleaning up the filthy cholo courts has begun in earnest. Um, It used the terms cholos and Mexicans interchangeably, and cholo courts referred uh, not to legal courts, but to the shanty towns where many Mexicans were forced to live in squalid conditions. Uh, Back in the 30s and 40s, though, cholos and chicanos were known as pachucos and were associated with uh, zoot suits and the hepcat subcultures. You may have heard of the zoot suit riots in World War II. That was when a bunch of basically racist white American servicemen attacked anyone wearing a zoot suit, which they considered unpatriotic. The police and the newspapers at the time basically thought anyone who was Mexican was probably part of a gang. But things changed in the 1960s and 70s with the rise of identity politics. Uh, The Pachucos had renamed themselves Cholos, and they took back the term. So this is an interesting flip that happens a lot of the time. They take a term that's originally meant as an insult, and they turn it into a a form of pride. So cholo used to mean sort of like a lower class Mexican, and and now it is a term meaning um, like a proud uh, member of a barrio, you could say. While there's still a lot of stereotyping of cholos as gang members, that's more the exception than the rule these days. Like, I grew up in San Diego in the 70s, and I'd go to the boys club every day after school, and the place was filled with kids and teenagers dressed like cholos. Uh, Did they look tough as hell? Uh, Yes, they did. And did they tease me? All the time. But were they mean or were they in gangs? No, they totally looked after me, taught me to play pool, ride BMX bikes, and yeah, how to punch a Coke machine and get a free soda. These guys were my homies and my friends, and they were definitely not in any gangs. They were tough, but they were also really fun to be around, and they were totally... uh, totally go to the pavement for you. In the 21st century, a cholo is stereotypically male, depicted as wearing loose-fitting khaki pants or shorts with knee-high white socks, creased jeans, usually a white tank top, or maybe like a button front uh, plaid shirt and buttoned up at the top. 
um, cholos in the 90s and the 2000s frequently had their hair buzzed very short, though some continue to have the more traditional slick back hair, sometimes held in place by a hairnet or a bandana. Some cholos, particularly the older cholos or the veteranos as they're known, OGs I guess you could say, um, have a more traditional look, uh, which is more like a zoot suit sort of uh, fashion with dress shirts, suspenders and fedora hats. And they may have uh, cholo elements like hairnets and bandanas as well. Anyway, that's the history of the word cholo. Come back tomorrow for more funny word history. <laughs>